The Pat Kenny Show on News Talk with Matter Private Network, Rapid Access Cardiology Clinic, Cherrywood. Your heart is your priority. Cardiac appointments within 24 hours. You have uh, been looking at and enjoying an Oppo X5 Pro. Explain. Yeah, this is a brand that we've mentioned quite a bit over the last year or so as one of the ones to watch in terms of uh, sweeping up the leftovers from Huawei. So as we've mentioned numerous times, Huawei have slightly fallen off our radar a little bit ever since they had the fallout with Google. And Oppo is very much uh, looking to fill that void. This is their flagship device. So just to say that from the outset, this is quite an expensive phone. However... It is part of a lineup, uh, so the fi- the X5 range is there. Um, so the Pro is the uh, the main one. It's twelve hundred euro, and the reason it's twelve hundred euro is because it has incredible spec built into it. It's the follow-on from the 3 range. So you have a 6.7 inch screen which sounds huge. Now I have kind of jinky hands and I've actually been able to manage this phone absolutely fine. Um, It doesn't feel too arduous or anything like that. The one thing to note is that the cameras on the back of the phone make it feel slightly top heavy so that is something to be mindful of. But the reason the cameras are so top heavy is because there's a lot of technology rammed in there. You have a 50 megapixel main camera, a 50 megapixel ultra wide camera and a 13 megapixel uh, zoom telephoto lens. And I have been playing around with this, alternating it between the iPhone 13 and the Samsung Galaxy S22 Ultra. And, you know, it's very, very hard to tell the difference between the devices. And I think if you are someone who is looking to move brands, if you're not necessarily a loyal Samsung customer, if you're not necessarily a loyal Apple customer, Oppo is definitely one to watch. In terms of the power inside the phone... I couldn't get over it. I know I say it all the time, but I am quite demanding on my device and it has a Snapdragon 8 Gen 1 chip inside that is well able to deal with your multitasking. There's also 12 gigs of RAM, which is a huge amount of power. So if you're someone who likes to jump from app to app or if you're someone like me who likes to maybe use uh, different applications to edit your photographs or edit video, this is well able for it. Um, And as I said, it's, it's part of a lineup. So the Pro, the X5 Pro is the top of the family. There's the basic version, which is just the X5. And then there's the X5 Lite as well. So if you're on a bit of a budget, but you like the sound of this phone and you want maybe slightly less uh, impressive spec, but still a great phone, I have to recommend the Oppo brand. They're definitely the ones to watch for this year. Okay. And we remember when uh, there was that problem with Huawei where the Americans were worried about security and uh, therefore um, eventually Huawei lost the Mm. ability to use uh, the App Store and Google. Uh, so no danger to Oppo, one presumes. No, you wouldn't imagine. I think that was just, you know, a strike of crappy lightning, for want of a better phrase. You know, there there had been a bit of a rollback and it looked like Huawei could potentially re-engage with Google, but they opted to continue with their own operating system. Um, the Oppo phone that I have here in my hand, it runs Android 12. It's just a dream to use. So I, I wouldn't be apprehensive about that. And I think it is such a shame from Huawei's point of view that, you know, what happened happened because their technology is excellent. And finally, uh, battery life and cost. Ba- and also, a final thing is about Gorilla Glass. How good is it, you know, to, 
stop it shattering if you drop it. Well, so the, the, the front screen, it is incredibly durable, right? I have dropped it, I hate to say it, a few times now and I can confirm it bounces. However, more than the breakability of the phone, it's the fingerprint magnets. I have, you know, sanitised my hands before I came into studio. I cleaned the back of the phone and already it looks like a five-year-old has been holding this device because it is covered in smudges and fingerprints and so on. So if you do opt to get this phone, I would absolutely buy a cover for the fingerprint covering more so than the smashability. The Gorilla Glass is very, very impressive. You asked about battery life. This is one of the best battery lives I have come across in terms of performance. It's a 5,000 milliamp capacity, but I have gotten through an entire day without breaking a sweat about the battery life. I still have around 29% when I'm going to bed, at which I point, uh, put it on charge just out of habit. But um, it's it's nothing to worry about at all. Okay, Jess, uh, questions uh, coming in, uh, lots of questions coming in about various things. I'm passing on my old iPhone 6S to a friend who's been using an old Nokia. I've removed the SIM uh, for my new phone. What would be the best course of action to get them set up and ready to go? Okay, so the first thing you need to do just from your own point of view is ensure that you go into the settings and you reset the phone. Um, By that, it's not just, you know, resetting the settings, but you want to erase all content and settings. It'll take a few minutes to do. uh, But once you have done that, then for your friend, uh, they can set up or you can do it on their behalf. Go to... um, iCloud.com and set up an Apple account essentially. That way then when they are setting up the phone for the first time, uh, they'll put in that username and email address. They'll be able to download the apps from there. Just make sure it's a username and password that your friend will remember because they'll need that password to get any of the apps onto the phone. Um, The other thing is it may have been supplied as part of a contract by one of the providers at the networks and therefore you may have to have it unblocked. Exactly. So just double check that whatever network you're on at the moment, uh, give them a shout and find out if it's locked. If it is locked, if your friend isn't already on that network, maybe they can move across um, because sometimes it can be a little bit of a confuffle to get a phone unlocked. Now, another one, a question, best choice, uh, Pixel 5 Pro, Xiaomi 11T Pro or Oppo Find X5 Pro? That's from Keith. Oh, go with the Oppo. Um, I'm a big fan of the Pixel range. The Pixel 6 is out now. We spoke about it on the show a few months ago and I absolutely love it. I haven't tried the Xiaomi 11T Pro, but I think if you are looking for a high-end phone, that is not one of the obvious, you know, the Samsungs or the Apples. Um, I would just, I've really enjoyed using the Oppo and I think the camera is great, the battery is great, the screen is beautiful. So that would be my recommendation. Could Jess give her uh, advice on Oculus VR goggles? I haven't used them in a very, very, very long time, to be completely honest with you. So I probably wouldn't be the best person uh, to give you my my thoughts right now. I will see if I can get my hands on them over the coming weeks and give you my take. But this is... um seen to be the future. This is the virtual reality headset. Uh, I think it's the Quest 2 is the latest version. So you've got two controllers in your hand. You've got your VR headset on your head. Great for gaming, great for watching video. There's a whole host of content available there. I haven't, as I said, tried them in quite a while, but I will do my best to get my hands on a, on a headset and uh, report back. Uh, hi, Jess. I have an Apple 11 battery getting worse as usual after two years. Can you recommend a phone for business use? Is bigger better? I don't know if I should upgrade to Pro Max. That's from Hugh. Yeah, the Pro Max, the 13 Pro Max and indeed the 12 Pro Max, they are beasts. 
uh, when it comes to spec, performance, battery, all the rest. It could well wor- uh, be worth uh, your while upgrading. You could do a trade-in depending on your network. Um, they may offer you a trade-in or you could do it through the Apple website. So you might get a few hundred quid off if you trade it in your iPhone 11 uh, and then get with the Pro Max. The other thing, uh, depending on you know what matters most to you when you're buying a phone, um, you could get a refurbished device as well if you don't if you're not that pushed about getting the 13 you might be able to get a 12 Pro Max on a refurb store um, and save a few hundred quid as well along the way I just bought a Samsung A13 phone but was not told that I would need to buy a separate unit in order to transfer data from my old phone and to recharge is there any way around this is that to do with the connections that don't come in the box anymore I wonder potentially but it should all be able to be done by the cloud Um, so if you haven't put stuff on the new phone as of yet what I would do is reset the new phone again so just put it back to factory settings then follow the steps on screen on your old phone if you download an app I think it's called Samsung Smart Switch uh, what it'll do is it'll back up all of the data on your old phone. Then your new phone will pick up the Smart Switch app and it'll then guide you step by step through to drag uh, all of your data from the old phone to the new phone. You shouldn't need um, separate units or anything like that. Uh, I'm not 100% sure what you might be thinking of or if somebody told you yeah. that, but it should all be done through the cloud. Yeah, I'm just wondering about recharging. You know, they don't uh, supply the 13 amp plug anymore in many of the phones, but they normally uh, supply the USB link. Oh, it'll always come with the cable. Yeah, always, always, always come with the cable. You can buy the um, pluggy bit, again, technical term. Um, But if that doesn't work, you can just plug it into, say, a laptop or something like that and it will get you through, but it's not the best thing for the phone. The best thing is if you don't have one of the plugs, uh, go out and buy one. Just wondering, what do you think of the Lenovo IP3 Pen stroke 4G stroke 128 stroke 14 grey for everyday use? I'm not a tech person. That's from Val. Okay, so let's break that down. So that's a 14 inch screen Lenovo laptop with four gigs of RAM and 128 gigs of storage. That's an okay spec laptop. Um, I would generally recommend people buy eight gigs of RAM just because more and more programs are becoming more demanding and um, it's the RAM, that the RAM is the figure that you want to be as big as possible if you are going to be running multiple programs. If you're just going to be using it for, you know, emails, online shopping, that sort of thing, then you'll be fine. But if you are, like you mentioned, you're not tech savvy. But So for me, for example, if I was editing or anything like that, I would want at least eight gigs of RAM. But I think for day-to-day use, it sounds okay. Okay, Jess, and that's all we have time for. Jess Kelly, thank you very much. A reminder that our items from today are uploaded as podcasts, which you can listen to on the Newstalk app, powered by GoLoud. Just search for The Pat Kenny Show.